sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Nikki and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team. American teenagers spend more than 10 hours a day consuming some sort of media. We can, can, we can assume that the most is riddled with content that objectifies women and distorts their bodies. Pretty. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, this is Paper Hope Street Team, and I am Nikki. We've got some, not guests, <laughs> uh, Tamara. Hello. Rio. Hello. And Jacob. Hello. <laughs> you know, Rio and Jacob look like newscasters. I know. They've got these funky headset things. I'm on. kind of jelly. You should try that pretty cool. Nope, nope, nope. But yeah, kind of, uh, I would say heavy, maybe heavy subject. I don't know. It's kind of a however you take it, I guess. It's gonna, I feel like there's going to be a lot of aggressive speaking. <laughs> it's more of an intense. Intense is a better word. So. That was a really good way to start. I'm very intense about this subject. Yeah. Like, kind of I think if you're a woman, part. you are. Well, you be fired up about it, too. Well, yeah. If, yeah if, I hope so. I mean, I get mad when, when men face the same issues that we're going to be talking about today. Oh, yeah. The only thing that makes me mad about it is her telling me the other day she doesn't, like, the way she feels and, like, she doesn't feel pretty or something like that. I'm like... More like you're almost a perfect ten. Most girls <laughs> would look at you and be jealous of the things you have and the way you look. Like nine out of ten girls would be jealous of you, and you're thinking you should be jealous of other girls. You know, most girls. You could, that's an accurate statement for Nikki and every girl in this room. Yeah, it is true. Like there's things that it's just so hard to compare your because yeah. I am so bad at comparing wow. myself, especially because like in a relationship, like. Just, like, mm-hmm. comparing myself to his exes, and especially because, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, because he's done things, and I'm more of a pure, like, I kind of started out in this relationship more pure than yep. he did, so, <laughs> like, he's already done a lot of the things that, like, I'm experiencing for the first time with him, and it's just hard to be, like, because you always have that in, like, the back of your head, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I thought of? Something, I don't know why, and I always think about this. So, I find like qualities that are attractive in everybody male female that's not to say that i'm sexually attracted but whatever it doesn't matter so imagine what you find attractive in certain people so there's like some types of men that you find really attractive that other people don't find attractive or there's some traits in girls that you find really pretty that maybe your boyfriend doesn't find really pretty so why would you expect to be different than you are to try to fit the mold of the people that you're trying to impress when so I you kept telling you, I was yeah. like, there's things that everybody has things that they don't like about themselves and they really do like nobody's perfect there's some things you don't like about yourself that other girls are like damn i wish i had that yeah i don't appreciate the way for instance Nicki minaj looks like if i was a man i would not date her you know like and that's kind of like the ideal image of nowadays you know big fake butt little waist big boobs kind of deal it's trendy right yeah, it's i'd trendy and, okay Okay, why is it trendy? Why do we think? Because we all today? your um, parts are enlarged and all the parts that should be small are small. <laughs> well, should be, I guess, is the... Well, media. media. It's media. It's yeah. that person who's a role model for most because she stands out in media and in life yeah. because she has millions of followers on Instagram, Twitter, yes. Facebook, and she's portraying herself yes. that way. And like, oh, if I want to get that many likes, I have to be or like I that. I want to have mm. that much money. 
Why? And you know what? Let's not confuse money with image because girls like Nicki Minaj, who does have talent. I mm-hmm. want to just say that. I'm a fan of hers. I'm not a fan of her last album cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I really like I her talent. I haven't seen it. It's just gross. <laughs> don't Google it. Well, Google it. You can go ahead. Listeners, if you're under age. No, uh, just no. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Never mind. <laughs> um, I almost lost my train of thought. Um, your your looks should not be based on how much money you make. Yeah. And that's something we are talking about misrepresentation today. Um, so a lot of the references, like the quote that Nikki just gave, is out of misrepresentation. It's a documentary by and I always say her name wrong. I'm gonna look for it. Jennifer Newsom. And um, if you haven't watched it, please watch it. If you're under age 15, you need to watch it with a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, present company excluded. Um. <laughs> uh, just simply because there are some very graphic images in it that are disturbing. They disturbed me as an adult, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe they're not disturbing to you guys because you're We're desensitized. We're so desensitized. Yeah, That's another right. thing we should talk about eventually. Right, right, right. Because I don't like being desensitized. So to your point, I forget who said it about making the money. Hopefully, after this conversation, ladies in this room and um, folks listening are not going to tie their looks with the amount of money that they're going to be able yeah. to make. It's like, like people who have changed the way we live today, like Albert Einstein. He wasn't the handsomest guy <laughs> in the world, but he's one of the smartest in the world. That's right. true. And he changed a lot of the way things, the way I things think are girls today. Are looking at it as okay, I'm not gonna be the smartest person in the world, like because I can at least put my stuff out there. Like right. So right. how how have we done that? So we're compensating for that to well, show off their body. Well, we've done that as a society, as we've we've associated popularity and fame with success, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Well, I do know. It's because that's the only thing that's being covered. Right. How many times do you see a reality show about women in Congress? How many times do you I see wish. a reality show about women entrepreneurs? How many times do you see a reality show about teaching men not to abuse women? Like, you don't see that. All you see is the reality shows about the drama and the body modifications and making money and cheating on people and game shows. Um, how to When they're out there, they're just a lot harder to find, like what the most common TV show to watch reality is MTV but those type of things are out there it's a lot harder to find they're well, not they popular sell. channels they don't sell and why don't they yeah. sell because we're not buying them yeah. and so basically we can't blame anybody but ourselves as know. a society body modification really I got a whole different perspective on it when I watched that show botched mm. oh. and it was like oh my gosh have you seen it it's yeah. so crazy like mm-hmm. you paid it. for that like, mm-hmm. what well and now yeah. they're, with men why don't we make a parallel to men here the whole like muscle implants I forget what it's called it's like muscle la 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 and it's just disgusting like it's literally just like chunks of i don't even know if they're using silicone or what it's like fake muscles and they're getting botched and it's like oh my god now it's going to be popular in men and everyone's like going under the knife to get these fake muscles you know just go to the gym (laughs) well even that i I can't go to the gym to work out my nose if i want a different nose so i do want to point that out though even going to the gym i'm not going to get the same results that's true someone else is so this whole comparison thing that we talked about in the beginning i think is the crux of this conversation because what you're seeing in the media that's what we're comparing ourselves to yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and then you take that standard and you start comparing yourself to the girl sitting next to you Mm -hmm. so now you're like does she look like that girl? right she has better qualities to fit that that. she looks more like that Mm -hmm. she has longer hair she has you know this or that and you're comparing yourself to the standard that's been established by the media 
That's the scary part. And it's scary, too, because, like, you're not even thinking for yourself anymore. Like, what you think is prettier. Like, it's just all being altered by the media. Like, I don't know. Like, the thing that I wanted to see myself be when I was three and the self, like, the person I want to see myself be now are so completely different, and that's because of media directly. So what did you want to be at three? That's a great comparison. I wanted to be an actress that was, like, but, like, also, like, a, like, like, I don't know. I was just very outgoing when I was, like, younger. Well, I still am, but it's just directed, I feel, in a different way. Like, it's projected in a different light, My out, like, how I'm outgoing. Like, a lot of people think I'm a flirt, and, like, so, like, it's more directed towards guys, I think, my uh, outgoingness okay. now. Yeah. And before, it was not towards anybody. It was just, you know. Outgoingness I, yeah. for the sake of being gotcha. cool. You had a joy in just being an extrovert. Interesting. As opposed to now the goal is to capture someone's attention. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, the attention is really strange. Like, why Why are we trying to impress other people? Not only that, but look at, like, movies. Like, even when women play the protagonist role. They're still objectified. They're still, well, not only are they being objectified, but it's for the it's for the prize of winning a man. Mm. Ha, ha, ha. That's true. So there's a real reason why you feel that way, Nikki, is you grew up and you were exposed to more of this. The only role models you really had in life were that of attracting a man and that was winning if you could attract a man and secure a man you were winning but i feel like i'm different than most girls in that aspect too is because i always wanted to be the like look at how hot i am but you can't have me don't touch me <laughs> like you know what i mean like the tease kind of not like winning the guy in the end but just winning their heart and then being like hey right. you bye capturing him and collecting him you're just getting his attention yeah but it's yeah. still yeah, down no, to I, attention and making yourself attention. appealing to other people as opposed to focusing your energy on internal things and other successes that don't necessarily mean people are going to be looking at you mm -hmm. which where does that come from uh, I think we should break on that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. We'll be back on the other side of the break. Prepare for a journey of epic proportions every week. This journey is a journey of life. It's all about real people, real stories, and real life. Everybody's journey is unique, and we'll focus on books, movies, and interviews with amazing people that hopefully will inspire you to impact the world and others around you. Tune in for the journey. It's going to be a great ride. Join your hosts every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids Channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Nikki and the Paper Hope Street Team. We're back and we're talking about misrepresentation and where we left off with Leo's word. Thought. Why why is the goal to get attention? Why is the goal to get attention? Why is success related and like linked with attention? What types of media are we consuming? Since we've identified that media is the problem. Okay, so I can think of magazines, music, books, uh, television shows. <laughs> oh, so you're saying literally everything? Like reality shows, as we've been talking about. Because literally, where are the scripted shows in, in the world? They're on Netflix. We have a few. Um, I don't watch some of them. Some of them I watch, and they're so scary. Um, where else do we have non non-reality show or scripted television where is that in the world uh some on mtv cooking <laughs> that's reality disney <clears throat> channel disney channel is horrid it's getting horrible. have you watched didn't you guys say scripted shows yes no, yeah, yeah. Okay. no i know but just side yeah. note have you watched disney channel lately so let's, let's focus on on disney channel shows just for a moment because we have a little 10 year old Lindsay marie in the room here. <laughs> so what is Lindsay being bombarded with she's being bombarded with young girls whose focus primarily is attracting the attention of boys mm-hmm and they're made to seem like they're in middle school, high school. So they're projecting years ahead of their age. But even the little sisters have boyfriends and are experiencing kissing and... Hand-holding and... Yeah, and they're like touching. six. And it's they're like, six. Um, and everyone on the TV goes, Aw, yeah. isn't that cute? Aw, he likes her. And I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So, like, at school, for example, Lindsay had somebody, I forget if it was last year, what, in third grade, who wanted to give you a gift? A gift. And I was like, what yeah, kind of we're gift? not taking that gift, because you're not going to have a boyfriend, period. Oh. I do. It sent me over the edge. She totally remembers that she's getting red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Back to your point, Rio. I think that we are just, as women, I think men too, because we can't leave men out of this conversation. Men are just secretly, quietly enduring this yeah, media bombardment. Because um, men are sold this farm as well, mm-hmm. because they're meant to think that women are supposed to look this way, oh, they're supposed to act this yeah. way, and that, you know, their images that they're getting 10 hours a day are these really Fake. You know, it's so weird. I was just having this conversation with my teacher, and she was like, you know, my husband will come to the schools and be like, oh my gosh, like, how do these boys even focus in schools? Like, if this was half, like, I would not be focusing. And she was like, gee, thanks for being so honest. Like, <laughs> but, like, it's true. It's so true. Like, the way we dress is completely different and so much more, like, exposed. I mean, I'm guilty of it, but. I don't even, I don't think that's the problem. It's just boys are being taught that they're supposed to act this way. Yeah, that they're supposed to drool over <clears throat> nudity and they're supposed to conquer all the women that look most closely like Nicki Minaj or they're supposed to be excited about a big butt and if you're not excited about a big butt then you're gay or you know yeah. like So Rio tell us cuz you have some experience in um gender studies in school tell us about how like over the 
over the course of hundreds of years, this idea of beauty has changed. Well, I think this is really important in the dialogue. That's what I just keep thinking. Like, every time somebody brings this up, and, like, the whole, like, body-binding corset thing that's popular with, like, the Kardashians, because the Kardashians rule, like, the world, basically, which is so infuriating. Um, but it's like, okay, so this new body type that we have in the 2010s is altered... Um, fake, basically, implanted butt, cinched waist, implanted face, implanted boobs, and it's like, that wasn't popular 20 years ago. In the 90s, it was was if you were ripped, if you were athletic. Athletic. Sports Illustrated was the leader in, you know, what was was pretty. And before that, I I don't know, there was a boyish figure. If you were straight and had no boobs and no butt, you were attractive. You wore the high-waisted pants. Let's go back to the 60s. Moms that are listening will think of Twiggy. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, right? So then prior to Twiggy, what did we have? We had very voluptuous, yeah. curvy mm-hmm. women. So here, what the do you think? So why, I have the answer. I'm going to ask the question. Who else has it? Why do you think this is? Why? Why does fashion change so drastically within 10 to 20 years? Mm. Could it Could it be a, a, two, a $235 billion industry built on the backs of changing women's taste to what is fashionable and not fashionable. Could it be? Could it be the $12,000 to $15,000 women spend every year in beauty products? Well, and now it's even more because beauty products are consistent of surgeries right. <laughs> now. So let that marinate for a minute, you guys, really. is Do you think that's what's causing the shift? Because women don't, don't change that much from decade to decade with regard to how we look right women have looked generally the same throughout history like we're all humans and not only that women to woman look different oh yeah like around this table we how many people do we have we all look different we don't all look like what was popular in the 70s popular in the 60s we kind of represent a lot of different looks but why would the beauty market be changing what's popular if you say that they're in control of what we buy basically because we have to buy different stuff but why so that they can keep making money like it's misinformation on tv too because of the way we are in technology now like commercials if you see a supermodel on tv if you saw her in person without makeup she wouldn't look like that at all yeah she puts Mm -hmm. the makeup on and stuff the product that you want to buy but there's a lot of editing that goes into that too to make her skin perfect make her bone structure perfect even like um okay so i got my mom got me these like shorts that had like little like butt pads in oh lord and what? yeah and i told her i don't want to wear them <laughs> yeah. so i'm gonna second that jacob on air so right. i haven't worn them Thank since you for not wearing them um <laughs> but i just think even like in person it's like because like he like since like i wore them a few times like he kind of knew what they look like and we were out uh ross and she was like see that girl's wearing butt plants like or like <laughs> but like pads yeah, like she was wearing <laughs> jeans i'm like you're a liar i can tell <laughs> you look like you could set your drink yeah. on your butt and so he was like, like, what do you do if, like, okay, now I'm a guy. That's what I was attracted to. And now I can't And then in a, month, in a month later, if, like, whatever, take you on dates, and then we have sex, I'm like, whoa, you got straight back now. What a great point, Jacob. You bring up the false advertisement. Yeah. So how far and how long do you think women can keep up this charade? You know, when I was a kid, it was stuffing your bra. Yeah. Because you didn't have the boobies yet. So you were putting... Um, Kleenex, Felicia's admitting. <laughs> no, she never needed to. Like, when were you not developed? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> since 10, bro. <laughs> 
I'm digressing. <laughs> but so, yes, your point is very valid, Jacob. But what, how far are we going to take this as women? Because you really are false advertising. Well, yeah. Well, now you can be semi-false advertising when you have silicone in your body. Since yeah, when you're naked, it's, it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So we found a way to cheat that. But that my whole point at, from the beginning is what happens when that's not popular anymore. And you have to take mm, your implants out. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about implants for a moment. So just like in the 60s, Twiggy came out. Literally, she's what you think when I say Twiggy. She had no yeah. boobs, no hips. She was a stick. Yeah. So then it changed again, and we had more curvy athletic girls mm-hmm. that were more proportionate. But then we had Kate Moss. Right, the anorexic type. Anorexic. She looked heroin chic is what mm-hmm. it was called. So she had no boobs. She had no butt. She had countless bones yeah. protruding. So what happens if you were one of those ladies that was like, Ooh, I need to have some boobies. And I went and got and put them in. And now all of a sudden it's not fashionable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's, I just, I don't know, maybe something to think about, if anything. So think about when you're trying to decide how you're going to spend your thousands of dollars instead of on college, if you're going to try to get a butt job. Maybe think about how that's not going to be popular in 20 years because it wasn't popular 20 years ago. I don't know. It's just kind of like, can we be a little bit more intelligent about what we're consuming? Because I understand we like have to consume because it's in our face, whatever. Um, we have one minute, but I just oh. bring up the point that maybe just being more aware of what you're consuming and how you're digesting it in your own head, I think, is kind of important. I, I don't think that you can be aware of how you're digesting your house. Yes, you can. It's it's okay. so hard to like literally like take an image and be like, okay, this is, and then be like, okay, but that's not pretty, and then have a million other people tell you that that's uh, beautiful. Uh, 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 we got uh, to uh, say about that. But I definitely want to save that for the other side. Of the uh, All right, <laughs> you're listening to Paper Hope Street Team. a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later we don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
there's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself into dinosaur detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. 
Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Nikki and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the show. We're still here with Tamara, Rio, Jacob, and myself. We are talking about the, well, we've kind of veered a little bit from the movie misrepresentation, but it's all about the same thing. So, um, basically, media. What were we getting all fired up about before we left? Before I forgot. I <laughs> so love what Nikki was talking about because it's the truth. So Nikki's saying, how is it that I'm supposed to know any better? Because you just don't even know yourself what you like and what you don't like. Because if you're constantly being bombarded with these images, how do you really know? Well, I think it's the comparison between, you know, you tell me not to wear the makeup, but then I don't wear the makeup, and now you're asking me what's wrong. Okay. Or like, what, why? Yeah. So you don't win if you wear the makeup, you don't win if you don't wear the makeup kind of deal. <laughs> and I was saying that I don't think it's you don't win if you don't wear the makeup. It's just people need time to adjust to the fact that you're no longer conforming to I need to wear all the makeup so I was saying how when I was in high school I didn't wear eyeliner one day sophomore year and every single person I came in contact with asked me if I was sick and at first I started to get offended I was like oh my god like do I really look that crappy because I didn't wear eyeliner like I was wearing everything else and so I don't know I just kind of did a social experiment and I just stopped wearing it and it became the norm and nothing changed about you know my quote popularity in high school or the things I was accomplishing I just wasn't wearing eyeliner you know like you, everyone else kind of started yeah, to follow well, in, in suit at first everyone got mad and they were kind of aggressive towards me and I couldn't really figure out why and it, why I, do you think that is well we talked about it it's because I was no longer conforming and they were putting in all this effort to get this attention but I was over here getting the same attention I always was but I wasn't trying hard they didn't want to try hard but they also wanted to maintain their attention but you can do that you can not put in this quote effort to quote look good people are still going to treat you the same that's why we asked Jacob during break you know what do you think about seeing a girl with makeup versus not seeing a girl with makeup does it change your opinion but I also think that okay so he met me when I was wearing makeup and it took him a real long time to see me without makeup by whose accord yours mine but he liked the person that had the makeup. He fell in love with me with the makeup, and then he still loved me without the makeup, but he was already in love with me before. So you genuinely think that if you didn't wear makeup, he wouldn't have fallen in love with you? No, I just think that there would be... I just am saying, like, I think that... You know what? I, like, I'm, I'm getting pissed <laughs> my words, but, like, I just... I don't know how to get my point across. Like, I don't know how to, like... No, I, I get your point. He wouldn't have picked you if you didn't... No, that, not even that. I just think that it's, like... Okay, now you're just going to leave me because I decide not to wear makeup for one day? Like, that's not, like, but... It's not going to happen. It happened, like, I don't... Has I that just, ever I happened to you, Nikki? Have you ever had someone say, oh my gosh, you're not wearing makeup anymore, I can't hang out with you? No. Okay. So where does that fear come from, then, is what I'm curious about. Yeah. <laughs> no? No idea? <laughs> what do you think about ladies wearing makeup? Um. Not just your lady, all ladies. 
Well, I just feel like if they if they want to, you can, but you shouldn't feel like it, you have to be to be accepted. I know many girls who come to school or just come there to learn and don't worry about what dress they're wearing that day or how much makeup. Like getting up an hour early to put on the makeup before school. Right. Like you could, if you're gonna go on a date that Friday or whatever after the school week, then fine, put that time in to look extra good. But you're there for a reason. A lot of times, I mean, I've always dress a certain way to go to school but that's not for anybody else but myself I just like to uh, carry myself a certain way and have good hygiene and have a good appearance we talk about that too though but there's the days that I've come to school like in basketball shorts and a cut off shirt and I'm not carrying what walking down the hall if someone's looking at me differently and that's a, and that's a lot of reason why I have so not a large friend group. I guess a lot of people know me at school and know of me for certain reasons in sports and things like that, but I choose not to hang out with them mm-hmm. because of the way they are, and I know they're not going to be significant to me in two years, gotcha. and I don't care what they look at me on a Wednesday or if I actually try in my outfit the next day. Yeah, that Your same thing that happened to me too. I had very few friends by the end of my high school experience because I just couldn't get caught up in the look good every day or yeah. like they just care too much and it just is inhibiting of like what I want to do like their motivation I want to go back just a little bit to what you said that really ignited something in me and it's the motivation because I certainly don't want Nikki to think that you know you shouldn't wear makeup because that's not what I'm saying you should mm. if you want to and you feel great in it and you want to and that's what you want to do cool because I'm hearing Jacob say something that's coming across differently than what you're saying he's saying he wants to come to work and or come to school and wear something because he's feeling that that day yeah. and he's not inhibited by what anyone's going to think yeah I'm not it. thinking about oh this girl or this guy's going to feel a better because standard for sure Nikki it is no um, but we I get my hair done I have fake nails I wear makeup. No, you know, <laughs> and I want to I want to share something and be very transparent. Real knows the story. Nikki, you may know it too. Lindsay asked me a little while ago, "Mama, why do you wear makeup?" And I was horrified. Like, <laughs> at my at my guttural reaction was, uh, "I wear makeup because I'm afraid of what people think of me." I mean, like that's the answer. That's the true answer that was inside of me. And I told her, I said I had to think about it because I was like, "Gosh, I don't know that I'm really ready to even a say that out loud." Or say it to her at such a young age. So um, I had to do a lot of soul searching about that. Because really, why am I wearing makeup every day to work? What am I doing? (laughs) Who am I wearing it for? Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got that straight in my head, I was okay to go back to wearing my makeup. Because the motivation wasn't, oh my God, I'm so afraid that those women in the cube next to me are going to look at me and think that I'm ugly. (laughs) Or I look tired. Yeah, not necessarily ugly or something's gone so awry in your life and you're tired. Yeah, Yeah. I don't... what I think about it is like that that person's opinion is not shouldn't affect the rest of your day what they think about you in that split second isn't going to determine the rest of your day the rest of your life or what happens 60 years from now after we're all gone it's true but it's if I'm being very transparent and honest with myself I can't latch on to what you're saying yeah. until I've processed it right there's a lot of conditioning we've endured because yeah. of media yeah. and all of this that 
like you know that that's the thought you right. should have, but yeah. you're not thinking that. So it takes a lot of work to actually genuinely arrive at that yeah. spot. And as a girl, it's just really hard. So, because I don't want to be an extremist, I don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to force myself to believe that I don't need makeup and nice hair and la la la. So I'm going to not wear makeup and not do my hair. But that then I feel be, crappy. That would be fake too. Right. I feel crappy because I don't feel like that. Sometimes I want to look super cool, but but it's not because I want to impress the girls in my class. The motivation. You know? Is key. And it's not because I want to impress Austin either. Like, sorry, but <laughs> don't care. <laughs> you know? It's just sometimes if I, you know, get up and I take a shower and I put lotion on. Mama, oh my I was thinking about lotion. About if we put lotion and deodorant and brush our teeth and, like, do our hair, like, blow dry our hair and, like, wash our face, I feel like I can go the next three days and get things accomplished. Mm -hmm. That's why I like it. Because if I feel clean, I don't feel like I need to go stop what I'm doing to go clean myself you know like Something, i feel like, ready my grandpa has always told me because he's always been like uh really good hygiene and take care of himself every day for work one thing he told me is if you look good you'll feel good and you'll do good things and that's what i've always yes. been in the mornings too like i've gone yeah before when i was younger i would go a couple of days without showering and i would just <laughs> play sports or whatever and do my own thing and then as i got older like, uh, if I take a shower in the morning and I do my hair, like, I feel good yeah, today. Exactly. I look good. I feel good about my appearance. I'm just ready to accomplish things today. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it's not to say that you can't wear makeup and do your hair and wear a nice outfit and feel good about yourself, but if you're doing it to impress the girls and guys at your school, probably reevaluate why you're doing it. Or you're doing it to fit in with um, an image that's yeah. the medium. This was a big thing, too. I wasn't wearing what I wanted in high school. Oh, yeah. I was wearing, you know, in middle school, I don't know if this is the same for, like, all generations, but when I was in middle school, it was, like, you know, the Abercrombie and the Hollister. If you didn't wear, like, the polo and the mm -hmm. Abercrombie shorts, then you were totally uh, out was, of it. but uh, no. I never did that. But I did. I tried to, I went to the thrift shops because obviously I can't afford it. But like we went to the thrift shop, tried to wear it. And I was just always so uncomfortable with wearing that stuff. I don't like tight clothing, you also know? Also another pro <laughs> a big thing for me too is probably, in, especially in junior high and middle school, is that we wore uniforms. Mm. Oh, okay. Maybe. Did that help? Did you think? Um, no, I hated it. Oh, you hated it. Did I it hated fix it. any of these problems we were talking about with, with your peer group? I don't think it does. No? No. It's, it, I don't no, know. No, because you're still like, I don't know, I was, I don't think it had anything to do with our clothes, though. Okay. Because we weren't, like, nobody around me was focused on that. Nobody, that's a great observation. Uh, that's a really good point, though, too. You dress everyone in the same exact thing, and these problems still happen. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that is super interesting. So, and the whole time I was trying to find a way to get out of wearing my uniform or like altering it or okay. changing it. So, right. I don't, so it's so it's, it's competition. I think is something we haven't talked about yet. Wow, that's pretty powerful what you said. Yeah. I've not really heard it put in those terms, but you guys were all wearing the same thing, and the problems were still there. Yeah. And you guys were still trying to find ways to promote your individuality, which I think is a good thing. I'm on board with that. Um, yeah, like, we're all wearing the same thing, but how am I going to alter my uniform right. to look better than yeah. hers? It wasn't even to look better than hers. It was because I didn't. I hated the uniform. I thought it was ugly. And yeah, so we'll definitely have to talk about that in a hot minute. All right. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side of the break. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? 
Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Nikki and the Paper Hope Street Team. And we're back with Paper Hope Street Team. And I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> I went on a big Sorry. Uh, but I, I would like you to share on here. I know you can't read. Granted, but um, I think it would be helpful for listeners to hear what you just said about how do you break the cycle for for this and and how we change ourselves and want to be this way or that way. And I think I don't know if you said it on air or not, Nikki, but you were talking about how sometimes you get like flack from other people that you're around because um, one reason or another, like you feel like kids don't like you sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like the, what do you want from me thing? It's like, I can be like this and I still get resistance from people. I can wear makeup and people will still hate me. I can be nice and people will still hate me. I can wear no makeup and be mean and people will still hate me. Like there's all of this, no matter what I'm doing, I'm not pleasing anybody and I don't know why. But then you think of that and you're like, okay, if you're not the variable that is like being changed then what what's happening here and I'm gonna I don't even know if I can like repeat it because you know when you black out and you just say really cool stuff (laughs) (laughs) the minute that you release um you you can't be in control of these other people right so complicated reasons for liking or disliking well and I wanted to take it away from the physical and appearance stuff so Mm -hmm. if okay so you you put yourself together and you wear nice clothes and you put on makeup and you look really pretty and people still hit you why is that and you're super nice to them you're not mean and you're successful and it's not because they're jealous that you look really pretty or that you have a body type or whatever so let's say you're getting really good grades you know and somebody noticed is that and they so what did I say this is how it happened mm-hmm. I was recognizing in myself that I see someone and sometimes I get like annoyed mm-hmm. and I just don't want to be around that person I get kind of like this stink face on and I'm like let's not be friends with her and it's just like okay well they're not doing anything really to piss me off why am I mad at them and it's because they have something that I want mm-hmm. and that's not a bad thing because how do you have goals then if you don't want something you don't already have I'm not right. saying that it's like a greed mm-hmm. thing or you're trying to conform it's just you recognize something in someone else that you would like to have also so you get that weird feeling in you, inside yourself and if you don't know how to process that then that becomes hate and jealousy and greed you know you have to recognize in yourself hey 
let's recognize why I feel this way. Hey, person, where did you get that outfit? I really like that outfit. Okay, you got it there? Okay, I'm going to go get it. And now I feel cool. You know, like I feel that about myself. Instead of being upset that you're like mad that you don't have these material things and then blaming yourself because now you as the person who's envious have hate on yourself Mm -hmm. because you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't want what other people have. You should be comfortable in your own skin, la, 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 all these lessons that you're trying to learn. And then the other person is upset because you're being mean to them and they didn't do anything to you because you don't have what they have. So it's like this miscommunication going on between everyone. And if you yourself can recognize why you're, quote, envious of somebody and do it for yourself, then maybe you won't be mean to them. And that's what I'm saying to you. Maybe that's why you're getting some of this hate from people is because they have things going on inside themselves that they don't necessarily understand what why it's making them upset it's very complicated it is what you've described and the fact that you're trying to fix it is causing strain on both ends their end and your end so the minute that you recognize that you can't control why or when or who's going to feel that way about you and you just have to do what you like and be in your own world then everything will just kind of level out and it does as soon as you figure out that that's who you are and that's it you're sticking to it people will come at you for a minute and they'll be like rah 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 but then you're like i'm sorry goodbye you know they go away or they figure it out and they come back and they'd be like how can i do what you do hey we're more alike than right than not alike but the minute that you stop trying to fix yourself or to 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 project yourself onto them so that they like you and make them like you like that's never going to happen because both parties have too much going on and it's too complicated that there's no way anyone's ever going to be able to communicate that way so i don't know i found that helpful because i think that in the final analysis what you're saying is that you have to be authentic with yourself right but you have to recognize that people are you're going to get resistance from people you're going to get hate and jealousy and it's not your fault there's nothing that you are personally doing that's making them feel that way about you it's their own personal reason from whether it's maybe they just genuinely are jealous of you or maybe they're recognizing something that they don't know how to digest in themselves we don't know we can't figure it out and the the energy spent trying to figure it out is not worth it in my opinion pretty complicated I, it made a lot more sense during the break but <laughs> it definitely did it was a lot more cohesive but i don't know well you guys any other thoughts on this topic because it's it, there's so much to have on really this topic talk like can't even fit in five minutes like i was saying i think it's important for viewers to anytime you think someone's judging you or you don't feel pretty that day or something just think for that split second they noticed you weren't wearing makeup or you weren't wearing a polo shirt or certain shoes but for that split second they're thinking about it and then as soon as they walk by you it's gone they're not thinking about it the rest of the day or judging you based upon that for the person you are the rest of their life i know how people literally come up to me and be like Oh, I heard this about you, and like, oh, somebody told me you weren't doing this, or like, it's yeah, just but like, everything like, just gets like, snowballed, do, so you just like, have well, to you not know care. why because you post that outfit on Instagram, and so people can look at it for all of eternity. So it's not like they just walk by you and that's it; they see it oh, everywhere, and that's just something that girls in particular competition for the best, most likes or whatever in our generation. Mm-hmm. So. 
yeah, if it were, you know, back in mom's era where you walk by and someone looks at you and it's different and they walk away, that's fine. And maybe there's still rumors by word of mouth, but now there's social media and there's texting and someone takes a picture of you in the hallway and sends it to their friend. And now there's gossip coming back to you that you look like a slob that day or whatever. But like I said, you have to recognize that whatever's happening because of that is because of other people's internal struggles that they're not being able to work out with themselves and then they're portraying it outwardly incorrectly because they don't know what else to yeah, do with like that everything gets snowballed like maybe that day that someone didn't look good either but like oh that person looks worse let's take the attention off me and put yeah, it on them I mean, it just sucks. yeah it's we all just had, me and jacob just had a thing on social media on twitter and like people are like fight? talking <laughs> no i no, like somebody put something about me on Facebook and how I'm like, or somebody's going to steal me from Jake. And like Jake's like, well, what are you doing to... Because she favorited it. Because she was mad at me yeah, for that night. So oh she God. knew it was going to make me mad, but did uh, it anyway. Gotcha. But I don't know. It's just... Yeah, the fact that people can use social media as like a weapon now because we're so, as a generation, are so attached to what these words on screens mean. No, like just the social media. We talk. This is for like a social media show, but like text messages and like social media stuff really affects our emotions like way harder than any adult can understand. I understand. Mm, you understand, but you don't experience. I did not experience. Right. It. So there's a but difference. But I do see it, and I'm like, what? Right. So I understand that's a difference. Yep. Um, but that's so, a whole other thing. Misrepresentation. Yeah. Would you like to recommend it to anybody? I think <laughs> every person should watch this movie, if nothing more, to just gain a, a, a conversation point so that you can be a more aware consumer of media. And I would say especially older um, parents mm-hmm. that don't maybe grasp yeah. the yeah. gravity of media would be, this would be a really yes. good cool. movie for you. Or just out make... of touch parents because there's yeah. those. Absolutely. I was. <laughs> I openly admit before I watched this, I, when I watched this, I was like, oh my gosh, I've taken the hands off the wheel. <laughs> oh, I got lost somewhere. I got I've lost. been doing a lot of things wrong. The other thing I want to challenge listeners, um, I want you guys to take a media diet. I want you to take a break with your media. And that means, I know you've done this in the past, Nikki. You've walked away from your media. Can you comment on how that felt? Um, It was just nice to not be so focused on, and I think it's a lot different now, too, because I'm in a relationship, and so, like, everything he tweets, like, I have to see, you know? Oh, Um, do ya? Do ya? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, when I was single, it was not as hard. To just take a media break, I think it'd be a lot harder now, especially if he didn't take a media break. Ooh, it would make totes me. Gonna talk about we're totes going to talk about that. Yeah. Totes, guys. Can't wait. It was Australian, so you got Australian white girl accent. Is that what it is? <laughs> nice. No, for sure. But I want to challenge you guys, listening parents or um, young people, take a media break and really assess how you feel away from the bombardment of ten hours. You a get day. to be focused more on other things, definitely. Like real things. Like yeah. Oh. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a journal of what those things are because I've heard Nikki saying a few times in this conversation, you know, where do we go and how do we form our own opinions? You do that by walking away and not looking at it. So the minute you're not looking at the media and that starts to detox out of your body, you you form your own opinions about how you should look and what you should do. All yeah, right. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Paper Hope Street Team, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Start Up of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Blue Wave. Pops from the Kidstar album of the month.